Hello, I'm Dr. Don Reynolds, professor and poultry veterinarian at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln, and welcome to the Big Red Biosecurity Program for Poultry. This is Biosecurity Training Module 3, Biosecurity Principles and Practices. In this module, we will be reviewing the first five of the 14 National Poultry and Puma Plan, NBIP, biosecurity principles and provide examples of management practices and strategies to comply with these principles. For more information, we refer you to the resource on the www.poultryimprovement.org website as seen on this slide. These are the 14 biosecurity principles. Today we will be reviewing the first five. <clears throat> biosecurity principle number one, biosecurity responsibility. <clears throat> Excuse me. The biosecurity coordinator is responsible for the development, the implementation, the maintenance, and ongoing effectiveness of the biosecurity program. Depending on the type and size of poultry operation, the biosecurity coordinator's responsibility would be at the farm, production site, production complex, or company level. The biosecurity coordinator should be knowledgeable in the principles of biosecurity, the biosecurity coordinator, along with the personnel and caretakers on the farm production sites, are responsible for the implementation of the biosecurity program. The biosecurity coordinator should review the biosecurity program at least once during each calendar year and make revisions as necessary. The audit guidelines for the biosecurity responsibility. Is there a biosecurity coordinator? If so, please provide their name. Is there a site-specific biosecurity plan? Site-specific biosecurity plans can be defined as either farm-specific or complex-wide specific. Supporting documentation that is requested should reflect farm-specific or complex-wide specific as appropriate. Is the biosecurity coordinator knowledgeable in the principles of biosecurity? The biosecurity coordinator must be able to describe and interpret their company's biosecurity program and how it meets the requirements of the NPID biosecurity principles. Does the biosecurity coordinator review the biosecurity plan at least once during each calendar year and make revisions as necessary? The biosecurity coordinator must be able to provide recorded dates in which annual reviews were made and evidence of revisions to the biosecurity plan if any were necessary. Does the biosecurity plan indicate there will be a review by the biosecurity coordinator in periods of heightened risk of disease transmission? Documentation of compliance, including evidence of a discussion during periods of heightened risk can take any form, for example, emails, letters, memos, phone logs, text messages, etc. It is the responsibility of the biosecurity coordinator to clearly define and communicate the period of heightened risk in the biosecurity plan. Each site should have a coordinator and a plan. If an entity has a coordinator and a plan, it can be audited. If an entity doesn't have either one, who's responsible for biosecurity? Whoever is responsible should be audited. Recommend working with big entities first. They should be responsible, especially if their supply depends on contractors or purchased product. They need to protect that supply. A memorandum of understanding, or MOU, between the state's OSA, OS means official state agency, may be needed for multi-state entities, similar to those used for hatchery and laboratory inspections. Here are key points to remember about the biosecurity responsibility in principle one. Documentation is key. Remember, 
If it's not written down, that is document, then it didn't happen. Traditional log books are acceptable. Example, sign in, sign out logs. Other forms such as electronic access, video, etc., are also acceptable. Everyone on the premise should know the identity and role of the biosecurity coordinator. Annual biosecurity programs plans need to be reviewed at least once annually. When circumstances, example threat levels, change, documentation may include minutes of meetings or discussions, notes and addendums to biosecurity programs and plans, remember date and initialities, email, text messages, correspondence, memorandums, letters, phone records, etc. Biosecurity principle two. Training. The biosecurity program should include training materials that cover both farm site-specific procedures as well as premise-wide and or company-wide procedures as appropriate. All poultry owners and caretakers that regularly enter the perimeter buffer area must complete this training. The training must be done at least once per calendar year and documented. New poultry caretakers should be trained at higher. Training records should be retained as stated in Title IX CFR 145.12b and 146.11e. Guidelines for training. Does the biosecurity program include training materials that cover both farm site-specific procedures as well as company and or complex-wide site-specific procedures as applicable? Do all poultry owners and caretakers that regularly enter the perimeter buffer area, PBA, complete this training. Supporting, document, <clears throat> supporting documentation, example, training logs, training completion sheets, sign-in sheets, certificates of completion, etc., should be provided. Has a training been completed at, at least once per calendar year and documented? Supporting documentation, example, training logs, training completion sheets, sign-in sheets, certificates of completion, etc., should be provided. Are new poultry caretakers trained at hire? Supporting documentation, training logs, training completion sheets, sign-in sheets, certificates of completion, et cetera, should be provided. Are training records retained as stated in 9 CFR 145.12b and 146.11e? Records must be maintained for at least three years. Key points to remember about biosecurity principle number two, training. Documentation is key. A written biosecurity program or plan that is a manual specific for the site is recommended. All personnel should be familiar with the biosecurity manual and its contents. All personnel should know where to find the biosecurity manual and a copy kept on site. All personnel that enter the site perimeter buffer area should have biosecurity training. Training should be immediate upon hire. Training should be completed annually. Initial and annual training should be documented. Who was trained? Who provided the training? What was covered? This should be specific to the site. Training logs, certificates of completion, etc., should be retained. Training records must be retained for at least three years. Biosecurity Principle 3, Line of Separation, or LOS. The line of separation is a functional line separating the poultry house or houses and the poultry inside from exposure to potential disease sources. Generally, it is defined by the walls of the poultry building with practical deviations to account for entry points, structural aspects, 
or outside access area. The site-specific biosecurity plan should describe or illustrate the boundaries of the LOS and clearly outline the procedures to be followed when caretakers, visitors, or supplies cross it. For poultry enclosed in outdoor pens, similar principles for the LOS can be applied for defining and controlling the LOS for each pen. In this circumstance, the walls of the outdoor pens would provide template for defining the lines of separation to be used when entering or exiting the pens. For poultry with non-enclosed outdoor access, the LOS is recommended but not required. Further, in an emergency disease state where tra transmissible disease risk is heightened, it is highly recommended to enclose all poultry and enforce a line of separation. Audit guidelines. Does the site-specific biosecurity plan describe or illustrate the boundaries of the LOF? If not, please explain. Provide a diagram, map, and or detailed description of the line of separation. The LOS is recommended but not required for poultry with unenclosed outdoor access, but is highly recommended during periods of heightened risk. Does the site-specific biosecurity plan clearly outline procedures to be followed when caretakers, visitors, or suppliers cross the LOS? Provide the procedure, written instruction, signage, training videos, etc., to be followed by caretakers, visitors, or suppliers to cross the line of separation. Here is a diagram outlining a broiler turkey farm and the lines of separation, as you can see here in the red. The light blue is a perimeter buffer area. This is a diagram of a Table A complex, again, the walls of the building are delineating in the red, the lines of separation. The light blue being the perimeter buffer area. Line of separation enclosed outdoor pens. For poultry enclosed in outdoor pens, similar principles for the line of separation can be applied for defining and controlling the LOS for each pen. In this circumstance, the walls of the outdoor pens would provide template for defining the LOS to be used when entering or exiting the pen. For poultry with non-enclosed outdoor access, line of separation is recommended but not required. Further, in an emergency disease state where the transmissible disease risk is heightened, it is highly recommended to enclose all poultry and enforce a line of separation. Guidelines, audit guidelines on the line of separation. Does the site-specific biosecurity plan describe or illustrate the boundaries of the line of separation? Yes or no? If no, please explain. Provide a diagram, map, and or detailed description of the line of separation. Line of separation is recommended but not required for poultry with unenclosed outdoor access, but is highly recommended during periods of heightened risk. Does the site-specific biosecurity plan clearly outline procedures to be followed when caretakers, visitors, or suppliers cross the LOS? Yes or no. Provide the procedures. Example, written instructions, signings, training videos, etc. To be followed by caretakers, visitors, or suppliers to cross the line of separation. Here are key points to remember about line of separation biosecurity principle. Define, identify the line of separation, the LOS. A map or diagram is recommended. This should be included in the biosecurity manual. Where and how to obtain a map or a diagram? Well, perhaps you have building or construction plans that are um, retained from the original building site. Perhaps you could go to Google Earth 
or a commercial photographer or video producer can be, can be implemented. For instance, an aerial photographer where they fly over in airplanes and take um, pictures, or drone technology. Actually, on our website, we have some uh, examples of drone technology providing excellent images of poultry complexes. Procedures for crossing the line of separation include in your site-specific training, include both the entry and the exit, include site personnel, suppliers, and visitors. Written in biosecurity manual, this is a standard operating procedure, again, that needs to be written and documented in your biosecurity manual. And remember, signage is very helpful. Outdoor poultry, pens, walls, or sides of pens can define the line of separation. Non-enclosed poultry, the line of separation is not required. However, in an emergency situation, a biosecurity plan should include a way to enclose birds and enforce a line of separation. Biosecurity principle four, the perimeter buffer area, PBA. The perimeter buffer area is a functional zone surrounding the poultry house or poultry raising area that separates them from areas unrelated to poultry production on that site and or adjoining properties. It is comprised of the poultry houses and poultry raising areas as well as nearby structures and high traffic areas involved in the daily function of the poultry farm. This would usually include, but not be limited to such thing as feed bins, manure sheds, composting areas, egg rooms, generators, pump rooms, etc. The site-specific biosecurity plan should describe or illustrate the boundaries of the PBA and clearly outline the procedures that caretakers, visitors, or suppliers must follow when entering and leaving the perimeter buffer area. Guidelines. Does the site-specific biosecurity plan describe or illustrate the boundaries of the perimeter buffer area? Provide a diagram, a map, and or detailed description of the PBA. Does the site-specific Biosecurity plan clearly outline the procedures to be followed by caretakers, visitors, or suppliers when entering and leaving the perimeter buffer area. Provide the procedures, example, written instructions, signage, training videos, etc., to be followed by caretakers, visitors, or suppliers when entering and leaving the PBA. Here's a diagram showing a poultry complex and the outline in yellow is outlining the perimeter buffer area, which is in blue here, the light blue. The perimeter buffer area is a functional zone surrounding poultry houses or poultry raising area that separates them from areas unrelated to poultry production on that site and or adjoining properties. It is comprised of the poultry houses and poultry raising areas, as well as nearby structures and high traffic areas involved in the daily function of the poultry farm. This would usually include, but not be limited to such things as feed bins, manure sheds, composting areas, egg rooms, generators, pump rooms, etc. The site-specific biosecurity plan should describe or illustrate the boundaries of the PBA and clearly outline the procedures that caretakers, visitors, or suppliers must follow when entering and leaving the perimeter buffer area. Here is a typical turkey uh, broiler farm uh, diagram. And again, showing the outline of the perimeter buffer area in blue. Here it is for a egg, uh, table egg complex. Again, outlining in yellow the perimeter buffer area. So audit guidelines. 
Does the site-specific biosecurity plan describe or illustrate the boundaries of the PBA? Yes or no? Provide a diagram, map, and or detailed description of the PBA. Does the site-specific biosecurity plan clearly outline the procedure to be followed by caretakers, visitors, or suppliers when entering and leaving the PBA? Yes or no? Provide the procedures, example, written instructions, signage, training videos, etc., to be followed by caretakers, visitors, or suppliers when entering and leaving the PBA. Here are key points to remember about the perimeter buffer area biosecurity principle. Define, identify the perimeter buffer area. So a map or a diagram of your complex is recommended. This map or diagram should be included in the biosecurity manual. Where to get such a map or diagram? Again, if the original building or construction plans are available, this might be a source. If not, perhaps Google Earth or commercial photography or videos, such as aerial photographers or drone technology. Procedures for entering and exiting the perimeter buffer area should include site-specific training, should include both entry and exit procedures, include site personnel and suppliers and visitors, be written in your biosecurity manual as an SOP, standard operating procedure, and again, signage is very helpful. Biosecurity principle five, personnel. The biosecurity program and or the site-specific biosecurity plan should include provisions specifically addressing procedures and biosecurity personal protective equipment, PPP, for sites dedicated personnel. The plan should likewise address the procedures and biosecurity PPE for non-farm personnel. The plan should also specify procedures which all personnel having had recent contact with other poultry or avian species should follow before re-entering the perimeter buffer area. Audit guidelines for personnel. Does the biosecurity program and or site-specific biosecurity plan include provisions specifically addressing procedures of biosecurity personnel protective equipment for site-dedicated personnel? PPE should be described in the biosecurity plan for each type of production facility. Does a biosecurity program and or site-specific biosecurity plan address the procedures of biosecurity PPE for non-farm personnel. PPE should be described in the biosecurity plan for each type of production facility or non-farm personnel. Does the biosecurity program and or site-specific biosecurity plan specify procedures which all personnel having had recent contact with other poultry or even species should follow before re-entering the PBA? Supporting documents, Supporting documentation, example signed statements, acknowledgement forms, visitor login, signed policy documents, etc., should be provided. Key points to remember about biosecurity principle five personnel. Define and identify those points of entry and exit for all personnel. Again, a map or diagram is recommended, and this should be included in the biosecurity manual. Procedures for entering and exiting, personal protective equipment, PPE. These should be specified for each entry and exit point. The type of PPE specified, example, disposable boots, washable boots, headgear, coveralls, etc., should be specified in your biosecurity manual. The location where they're provided and the location where you put on your PPE, the donning location or the doffing, or you take off your PPE is important. 
It is also important to properly dispose and or recycle the used PPE to include all site personnel, suppliers, and visitors in the written procedures. All of these need to be written in the biosecurity manual. Again, signage is very helpful. Previous re recent contact with other poultry. Written procedure on the time requirements. For example, if someone goes to a poultry show, you may require at least 48 hours without any exposure to poultry before they can re-enter the perimeter buffer area. Written procedure on site personnel owning birds, including pet birds. Supporting documentation, example sign and logs, for all site personnel, service personnel, and visitors. This ends module three. Thank you very much.